0: Uh, we are, uh, you know, small but mighty this morning, so let's make sure we're in the pocket. I want you to turn to somebody and, and say, let's just say, thank you for being here. You, you make it possible for me. It's like, they're a blessing to you. Convince them they're a blessing to you. Convince somebody they're actually a blessing to you. That would be helpful. And now let's get our brain juices flowing, because we're going to do, do an extended uh, ministry time, some uh, healing ministry this morning. Uh, so, you know, let's, let's make sure we understand what's going on. Let me ask you your warm-up question for the morning. What makes for a great healing session? What makes for a great healing service? We're about to do a great healing service. So a lot of you are like Blue Water veterans. You've been following Jesus for some time. You should know. What makes for a great healing session? I'll give you eight seconds to think about it and be brilliant. And then I'll ask. Mmm, got quiet. Yeah. All right, what makes for a great, a great healing service, great healing session? Robin. Faith. Faith. Faith, faith is powerful. Uh, with faith, you can move mountains and stuff like that. Everybody knows that, right? Even the non-believers, in a way, believe in the power of faith, which is really interesting. Yeah, was it? the Holy Spirit shows up. So like the manifest presence of God in the here and now, that kind of helps the miracles move along, says Linda. Yeah, yeah, Corey. A, <laughs> A problem. It's like, if nobody's sick, the healing service sucks. <laughs> yeah, just, that's Corey, just being practical. And It's like, yeah, man, we need to find some sick people, some injured people, uh, willing to break kneecaps if necessary to make the healings. Mike, might go, Lots of healing. Results make for a great healing service. Mike, as is typical, thinking of the after party. Yeah. John? Yeah. Pre-party worship. Pre-party worship. Yeah. yeah. And, and here, follow up. Why is that helpful, do you think? said earlier, ushers in the Holy Spirit. Ushers in the Holy Spirit. Uh, famous... Uh, uh, Psalm, God inhabits the praises of his people. There's something about conditioning the atmosphere that makes the kingdom of God on earth flow a little bit better, and worship is helpful for that. Yes. Confidence. Confidence, which uh, we talk about at Blue Water is, is another word for faith, actually. Confidence. from uh, Confide from, literally means with faith. That's what confidence means. But it's a nice word because it kind of communicates that, that faith means trying Right, And confidence is the attitude that makes trying happen best. So great word, great word, confidence. There were a couple more hands. You guys are aces at this. Mother. Participation. Participation, right? Because the kingdom of God, as we often say, is an all play. right? Everybody pitches in. And, uh, and the crowd counts, right? Because you're either leaning in or you're pulling out. And, and that affects the gravity of the kingdom in a place. That's good. A couple more. Yes. It's worship leader. What's that? Keep it simple. Keep it simple. And describe a simple healing service. Uh, you
1: go to the person and you say, "Be healed in Jesus name." That
0: yeah. There you go. Go to identify sick person, yeah. say "Be healed in Jesus' yeah. name." Sickness goes away. Yeah. Not too, don't get too
1: fancy, too flowery, don't overcomplicate
0: it. You yeah. It. So let me ask you a follow-on question. Yeah. Why not complication? It's distracting. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. What does it distract from? From God actually doing the thing because you're talking too much. <laughs> you don't want to talk too much. This is really what I was after. <laughs> Just don't talk so much, people. <laughs> Introverts, unite. Just not so close. Yeah. Surrendering. So, surrendering to... The, to, to, to the problem, right? You got you, you to gotta be honest. You, you got to be honest, yeah? You have to be so like, well, hey, man, this is what I'm going to I could use some help with this, right? Which sounds, that's one of those things that's deceptively simple, right? These are great answers. One more. Who's got, like, the very best answer? You've been holding it. Now you want to unleash. No pressure. What is it? Yes, in the back. Belief. belief. Another great word, right, with confidence. Uh, belief. Belief. Uh, also speaks of faith, but belief always makes me think of, like, know what your target is, right? Know, know, what, know where your belief lies so that you can shoot for it, so that you can live according to it and pursue it. Uh, nice job, guys. All right. Should be a great healing service then. Um, it's interesting to me the, the range of answers we get when we ask that question Because it seems to me that uh, this kingdom of God on earth, which is what Jesus talked about all the time, he showed up and says, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You can touch it, you can grab it. Uh, Heaven is invading earth, so to speak. Be healed in Jesus' name. Um, The kingdom of God on earth always seems like two currents flowing together, right? It's sort of like uh, the world, the decay, the death, disease, and then heaven, which is, of course, healing, and eternal life, and perfection, and uh, I think we can say with confidence that God sort of intends life to be difficult on planet Earth, right? He's gone out of his way to sort of arrange it. He doesn't just appear in the sky, snap his fingers, and make all the problems go away. That's not the game that we're playing here. He intends life to be difficult. He intends it to be a bit of a slog uh, for reasons that are helpful to us, but he also intends for heaven's order to flow in the midst of the difficulty. So it's kind of like the place we're in, Earth, versus the place we're headed, Heaven. Um, This is why we talk about this life being a training ground, right? We don't uh, expect things to be perfect here, but we expect bits of perfection to happen here, right? You need both in order for it to be a training ground. You need both Uh, if you're going to be trained in faith, confidence, belief, and overcoming all of those things that develop us. Um, And the bits of perfection that we see from time to time in this life testify to the greater perfection to come. That's sort of the character uh, of the kingdom of heaven on earth. That's the character of the life of faith that we lead. Now, Jesus, uh, as we know, was a great miracle worker. If you read the Jesus stories, it's either my ear or... This device. If you read the Jesus stories, you know, you see, he, as Quak said earlier, he healed all manner of diseases and afflictions. But Jesus was also limited like us. He himself embodied this perfection plus imperfection sort of uh, existence that we lead, that we live. He was sort of God incarnate is how the theologians say it, like fully God, but he lived as a man, wrapped himself in flesh, subjected himself to every limitation that we have. So he lived exactly like you live, right? He didn't cheat, you know? He didn't wield heaven perfectly, he wielded heaven as we wield heaven, which is a mind bender uh, if you think about it. Um, He operated like us. He needed confidence. He needed belief. He needed faith. He needed uh, to be amidst the problems. Um, Everything that we are subjected to, he was subjected to. So it's really, really useful to read how he went about doing healing sessions, right? Because he evidently was a master. So let's read one today, read an example of one of his healing services, so to speak. Uh, One of his healing sessions, and then uh, we'll see what we can do about healing a bunch of people. So this story comes right at the beginning of the Gospel of Mark. Uh, It was one of the first healing stories ever recorded because Mark was the first gospel uh, written. Uh, It says right at the beginning of Jesus' healing ministry, and he's in a place called Capernaum, which was kind of hometown for him. At least it was sort of like home territory. These were kind of his people, people who spoke with his accent, A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. So many gathered that there was no room left, not even outside of the door, because he was getting a bit of a reputation at that point. Uh, And he preached the word to them. The word means logos, he preached the message, the truth to them is what it means. Some men came, bringing to him a paralytic, Carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus. After digging through it, lowered the mat um, the paralyzed man was lying on. They dug a hole in the roof. It probably would have been made of turf, um, branches, and stuff like that, so they could dig through it, and they lowered the guy from the ceiling. Great visual. He would have been lying on sort of a, a reed or a wooden mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven, which is such an interesting response to the moment. Now, some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like this? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this is what they were thinking in their hearts, and he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up your mat and walk? This is a great warm-up question. Jesus used warm-up questions a lot in his teachings and his healing service. Is it easier to say you're forgiven, or is it easier to enact a miracle with your words? And you think about that a minute, and it's sort of your answer has to have a bit of theology. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. I like the thoroughness. Get up, be healed, make your bed, get out of here. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in in full view of them all amazed everyone, and they praise God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. Snaps for Jesus, come on. Nice story. Uh, one of my all-time favorite stories when it comes to power, ministry, healing, and stuff like that. Um, so good to explore uh, what went down around Jesus. The stories were recorded for a reason. We can learn from the details of all of the stories that we read in, in the gospel. So this is a story about a paralyzed guy who would have been in all likelihood, a professional beggar. I don't know if you've ever traveled in truly poor countries, uh, but, but begging is sort of an institution. It's an industry there, and if you have some sort of physical defect, you have one choice, you know, which is to go beg. And, and they all have sort of a posture. They have a manner. They, they look like beggars, right? They have to be identifiable. So they typically sit on street corners on a mat, uh, which is probably probably why this guy had one, you know, eyes down, hand up, you know, and they beg for alms usually in, in um, the vicinity of a, of a temple or a synagogue or a mosque, depending on what kind of country you're in. Uh, so this is probably what this guy was. In that culture, he would have been considered cursed by God. If you were paralyzed, you know, it's because, well, God did not prosper you. There must be something wrong with you, not just with your legs, but probably with your life. You know, it was considered more of a fundamental curse than it was a physical accident um uh, this guy made his living on the periphery. Um, not a bunch of hope in his life, right? To be paralyzed in that day and age. His life expectancy would have been very, very short. That was his situation. And then this passage is really about how his situation changed. And you think that his situation changed because he got healed, but what I want to focus on is how his situation got changed before he got healed. His situation changed, and that enabled him to get healed, you might say. The situation changed. What was his transitory situation like, well, he went from being a guy who kept his eyes down, living on the periphery, everybody kind of ignored, maybe threw him a few coins, to suddenly being the center of attention, right? And not in a small way, right? His friends dug a hole in the ceiling and lowered him into the middle of what was essentially a mosh pit. And everybody would have been aghast at this. He was like a stunt, almost. He was a spectacle. Uh, so he became the center of attention. Uh, so that, that was one thing. Uh, and it's really useful to note that he was surrounded by faith uh, because he was carried by these four friends. They're the ones that dug through the roof, obviously. They vandalized this house on his behalf. Uh, they lowered him down. And it says that Jesus saw their faith, saw their confidence, saw their belief uh, when Jesus saw their faith, then he said to the paralytic son, your sins are forgiven. So whose faith caused the miracle to happen? Jesus' faith? Well, I'm sure he had faith, but it's not mentioned. The paralyzed guy's faith? Perhaps he had faith too, but it's not mentioned. Whose, friend? Who's, whose faith? It was a friend's faith, right? When Jesus saw their faith. Because how much faith does it come to drag a paralyzed guy to a healing service, dig a hole in the roof, and lower him down? Right? That's, that's a really good try. So he was surrounded by faith in a unique way. And that's the advantage of doing a healing service, a healing gathering, a healing session. Because if you are beaten down by your disease, your injury, you're isolated, you feel lonely, how much faith do you have when you're alone in your bedroom? Eh. Versus how much faith do you have when you come into the midst of people who are pulling for you? Who really dig you? Haha, <laughs> see what I did there? Yes. So his, his situation changed, and he was uh, surrounded by faith. And then he gets honored with grace. He gets honored by Jesus. You're forgiven. Did the guy ask to be forgiven? guy doesn't say word one. And Jesus is just like, you're forgiven. So as he's surrounded by his friend's faith, he gets surrounded by God's mercy and grace. Just, just by changing locations, he comes into a place of Grace. In the kingdom of heaven, it's really, really easy to get forgiven. Really easy. Now, whether you accept that forgiveness is your business, right? But it's really, really easy to get forgiven. Jesus doles it out like free samples, almost. And then you have to ask yourself, well, do I take this? Do I take this? So he gets honored with grace. He gets defended by the, from the religious experts by the rabbi. Why are you saying that this guy shouldn't be forgiven? Jesus says to them. And then the paralyzed guy is given some very high-level orders. Remember, he's been paralyzed. He's a professional beggar, and Jesus doesn't say, "Actually, be healed." You know, "I heal you." Doesn't lay. He just says, "Get up," which is the most interesting transition in the whole story for me, because the guy goes from being sort of a physical lump that can't move, a professional beggar, a man who couldn't do anything. And Jesus treats him like a man who could get up. He goes from couldn't to could. His situation changed. Jesus refuses to see him as someone who can't. You know, It's very interesting. So rather than go through some big rigmarole, he keeps it really simple, and he says, all right, stand up then. Aren't you sick of being paralyzed? You know, stand up. And there's something about being surrounded by faith, being surrounded by grace, having the presence of God there because Jesus carries the Holy Spirit with him, all of that, that just lets the dude step into a new situation, literally, step into a new situation. Right? They do this together, you know? And Jesus was just a master at that, leading people to these miraculous moments. Before this guy was ever healed, his life situation had changed entirely. He was surrounded by friends. He was surrounded by faith. He was surrounded by grace. He was honored by Jesus. And he was seen differently by Jesus. And after his situation changed, then his physical condition changed. Um, It's like his situation was made to look a little bit more like heaven. And then the power of heaven uh, flowed really, really well. And, you know, and, and, and that's, that's the power of gatherings. That's the power of faith communities. Uh, that's the power of a spiritual ohana. And that's why all of you should really have one and cherish it and be part of one. It helps you, and it's the best way for you to help other people. Right? To gather in faith and in grace and passion, uh, to really fight your way through structures in order to bring friends to Jesus, whatever. It's just a great story that way, and you should all want to be part of gatherings like this. And the guy's physical uh, situation changed. Uh, He gets healed, and at that point, uh, it wasn't just that his situation changed, but when he walked out of the room, he became someone who could change anybody's situation. Because he became a walking testimony. Right? He became a, a situation changer, because it says they were all amazed. Wouldn't you like to be someone who amazed others? Uh, because of what Jesus has done for you, the power of faith and grace released in your life. Great story! I like the story. You like that story? Uh, it just testifies to me that if we manage to bring the kingdom of heaven in some ways, then it makes it easier to bring the kingdom of heaven in other ways. Right? So if you bring the, the kingdom of heaven with faith, with grace, with generosity, with love, then bringing the kingdom for physical healing is actually much, much easier. Much, much easier. Raising the dead becomes much, much easier if the room is filled with life, so to speak. Uh, You get my meaning, right? And if you do all of those things really powerfully, then healing can happen, uh, not just supernaturally, but but rather naturally, uh, if you get my drift. So, uh, who's down for that today? Let's do some of that. Um, Who is going to dig the hole in the roof? Uh, You guys disappoint me. Uh, But we can make space in other ways. This is just a space um, for the Holy Spirit to come among people uh, who uh, who showed up with a lot of faith and a lot of grace. Uh, In the name of Jesus, whatever you guys dragged in here this morning, I say with great confidence, you're forgiven. You're forgiven in Jesus' name. Uh, you are in this moment uh, main, made clean. It's all, it's all right between you and God. In the name of Jesus, you are free. You're free of that. Whatever you thought you were, whatever you thought your standing was before God, your standing before God is now peachy. Peachy. Because that's what brings heaven to earth and that's what Jesus is all about. You don't even have to say anything. You might want to accept the, the forgiveness he so freely offers. That would be really cool. But you are forgiven in Jesus' name. He sees you as clean, whether you get your head around it or not. So there's that. Uh, Holy Spirit, I pray uh, that you would give us the rest of what we need, uh, that you would come this morning and settle upon the crowd, and that you would stir up the best of our faith the best of our grace, the best of our generosity, the best of our hope, uh, the best of our gifts, and the best of our love. In Jesus' name we pray, uh, amen. Uh, so just uh, how many of you came today with a problem uh, that, you would like, uh, that you would like healed this morning, some sort of physical problem that you have? Go ahead and raise your hand. Right, not, not a huge number, uh, so this is great. So why don't we start uh, with you uh, just standing where you are, if you can stand. If not, just wave your hand, yeah. We got some sort of physical problem that you would like healed today. All right, so I have a, a, a prayer ministry team uh, somewhere, where are you guys? You can just sort of distribute yourself around the room. And then those who are uh, standing around um, these people, if you could just sort of stand and extend a hand of blessing toward them, maybe put a finger on their shoulder uh, so that they know that you're there. Well, let's just be a community of heaven for each other. We'll start this way, uh, and then we'll move to uh, more specific healings. Hold on. Anybody, uh, anybody uh, sick or injured, you don't have someone ministering to you yet? Priscilla right there? Okay. Anyone else? All right, so everybody's covered. All right, turn to uh, the people around you and give them a one-sentence medical description of what your problem is. Don't give them the whole rundown. Just say, this hurts, I injured such and such, I'm suffering from this illness, chronic I would like this to go away. One sentence. All right. Now go ahead, those of you who are around, say something simple and uh, go ahead and heal them. There are plenty of Blue Water veterans in the crowd that know how to do this. So just let them lead. In the name of Jesus, brothers and sisters, be healed. Flow, Lord. Flow, Lord flow, Lord. I just see uh, bone and nerve constrictions. Bone and nerve constrictions. In Jesus' name, you are relieved. Bone and nerve constrictions, you are relieved. Just speak to the condition and tell it to go away. Now, if they can test it out, have them test it. Like if a joint was painful, have them move the joint. If they can't test it, that's okay. If it's high blood pressure, we won't necessarily know in the moment if it's better. But if they can test it, have them test it. In the name of Jesus, receive power in your bodies. Receive power in your bodies in Jesus' name. Test it out. Receive healing in your body. I think some of you are just starting to receive a little power right now. As the Lord is with you. In the name of Jesus, I speak heavenly order to your physical chaos. Be healed in Jesus' name. We'll just do this for a couple more minutes and then we'll check in. Test it out. You've got pain in your hips, right in your uh, pelvis, your hip, your tailbone. In Jesus' name, you are healed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, test it out. Test it out. Gonna hold this body down. All right, we have a little no worship this down. No grip. Gonna
1: hold this body
0: All right, let's... Let's check in now if I can have everybody's attention up front. So that was, a, that was about a four-minute uh, healing service right there. We'll do some more in a second. Uh, about eight of you getting ministry. Can I ask, anybody already feel some relief in their bodies? Anything already happened? Yeah, what happened here, John? My shoulder's been Your shoulder, yeah, your shoulder. That's been chronic, yeah. Yeah, that's been a years a years long thing, and it's cool. Wow! All right. Well, that's cool. That's years of aches and pains gone. Anyone else already feel something? All right. Well, that was the first four minutes. I know some of you are still checking it out, and I know some of you had stuff that can't be measured immediately. Can I have uh, the 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 prayer ministry team uh, come forward, please? These are people that dedicate a big portion of their life to doing ministry like this. I want to include on the team uh, a couple of the youth, for sure, uh, Jeremiah and Melanie. Uh, I know Jeremiah's had uh, some (laughs) really great healings recently. He looks like a kid, but he's already seen God do some pretty impressive stuff in front of him. So get in, on the, get in on the kids if you can. Now, if you've come from... Oh, we got a, we got a lot of us. We need to spread out more. Could we like maybe collapse the, uh, the edge seats in the, in the front, guys? And uh, if you've come today with a need for healing, come on up and let these guys pray for you. They'll probably pray for you just two or three at a time. And Evan's going to lay down some worship in the back softly. So uh, come on up and let... Uh, these guys are quite gifted in it, so this will be our next round. Come on up now. If you've come for healing and you haven't felt it yet, bless you. This is uh, effectively uh, digging through the roof. you got to come up. you got to change your situation a little bit. Sometimes that releases just enough. Come on up. That's cool, guys. That's cool. bringing Sun through the roof there
1: spirit was moving over the water come move over us. on rest as the spirit was moving, really water, spirit spirit was moving
0: all right so we'll do this for like 4 or 5 minutes spirit, if you can hang just hold on it would be great if you could kind of lend come your faith to the moment on
1: us. come rest on moving over the waters, baby, come move over us. Come rest on us. Come rest on
0: Thanks for hanging and, and lending your faith. Um, so, what's going on? How, how, The leg still feels good uh, with some sort of sciatica that is relieved. And then this was, this was what exactly? Something with your... David, don't tell. No. Come, on,
1: David. Oh, come on, David.
0: This is David, evidently. How you doing, man? Good job, David. Yeah, just let him tell. It. So, so what? What was what was the, was the issue? Uh, I used to don't smell. Oh, you lost your your sense of smell. Yeah. Oh, was I'm was this a COVID a thing? A little bit
1: and sick. Uh,
0: mm mm-hmm. Hold the mic up. And Ooh. now I smell again. He's <laughs> playing smell. Good job. Well done. Good job. That was. Well, in addition to very powerful, it was cute, because they were putting, like, like lifesavers and coffee. coffee in front of them. And said, it was like, oh, I can smell it. <laughs> well, that's cool, and food will taste better, and everything yes. will be better. So that's nice, restoration of a sense of smell. Uh, and did anybody else get something obvious that I missed? I know some prayer times are still going on. We'll respect that. Anybody else get a relief? All right, well, uh, we'll just let these prayer times uh, continue. I imagine that uh, this is a little bit of what it was like hanging around with Jesus, right? There'd just kind of be a crowd of people. Maybe it wouldn't be particularly organized, you know. There was just sort of a a press in a place, and people were doing their best to come with faith and expectation. It was probably pretty grimy and pretty gritty uh, back in those days, especially, and and there was just little pockets of perfection here and there, you know, pockets of breakthrough, as people partnered with Jesus, it, with faith and with grace and with love, uh, and 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 belief and confidence and all of those other things. And people felt like they could bring their problems to Jesus, even if they weren't perfect, yeah, even if they weren't ready. And Jesus would be like, "It's good, you're forgiven." There's grace. Let's see if we can do this thing. And it didn't necessarily make all of life perfect, but it gave you the impression that there was greater perfection ahead, right? And there was something to shoot for. There was something to develop toward. Uh, and that's life in the kingdom of heaven on earth. And uh, it's my honor to really be a co-traveler uh, with the Blue Water people as we continue to bring the heaven, uh, the order of heaven to the chaos of the world. And if you're visiting Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being here Uh, because um, you really blessed us today, and we hope that we can be a blessing to you going forward. Jump into our faith, Ohana, and uh, make some stories so that you can go out into the world and be situation changers with the testimonies of God's work in your life. Father God, I pray uh, that you would complete your agenda for every person who has come here this morning. I pray that those who have not received full healing yet would receive full healing before they leave the building. We pray, Holy Spirit, that nothing would get in the way of your progress. We thank you, Lord, uh, for leading us. Uh, for deigning to share your presence uh, with us. Uh, may you inhabit our worship, may you increase our faith, and may you make us situation changers in the world. May we all be just a little more perfect and a little more contagious than we have been in the past. In Jesus' name, everybody says.